Hey guys, it's Steve. Um, just wanted to let you know that we didn't get together this week because 4th of July weekend happened. My daughter's birthday was around the same time and we kind of just didn't have the time to schedule to record an episode. In the interim, I want you guys to listen to this episode, which is a flashback from the time we had Dan O'Connor from For Your Strong on. Uh, I'm also going to play a song for you that I um, wrote, uh, and it's on Spotify. It'll be in our, which you can check out on allmylinks.com slash nerds of unusual origin. It'll have stuff there with our Spotify playlists, anywhere you can listen to the app, our Facebook, our Instagram, everything. So check this out.
episode number 44 of Nerds of Unusual Origin. I'm your host, Steve. And I'm Frank. And I'm Jimmy Bagger. Kill your brother. You'll feel better. Wow. That was a... Okay. Uh, <laughs> and and we're, uh, we're, we're joined by a very special, special guest, uh, Dan O'Connor of Four Years Strong. How you doing, Dan? I'm good, man. How are you guys doing? Great. Another day in paradise. Yeah. Uh, we I'm so sorry for the amount Such of Such an old man saying. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm like living the dream. I think I might be the oldest person right here, right now, so we'll see. I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm pretty old. All right, fair enough. All of the issues that we just had, I sincerely apologize. No, it's no big deal. I just uh, I'm bummed that it uh it wasn't working out, but now we're good. Yeah, we're 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 run run Running smoothly. <laughs> as smooth as we can get it anyway. I, so. I was going to make the worst dad joke in the world, and now you can't even see it. Eh, we're all a bunch of dads. I can't. I, yeah. uh, so I was going to say, you know, like, I this um, this is a bit of a fangirl moment for me. Yeah, let's get the fangirl stuff out of the way first. <laughs> I, I've been watching you guys for 12 plus years, and I've seen you guys a, a handful of times, and uh, I have a uh, license plate that says just drive nice and, and the, <laughs> that's awesome the dad joke i was going to make is since i've had gotten mm-hmm. that license plate i was going to say it, it's been up on my wall in some way shape or form oh you do wow, that nice that's <laughs> way to go man thick yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's cool yeah i uh yeah i haven't uh i think there's only a like a hundred of those license plates that we ever that we ever actually made. I I don't even have one of those, so it's it's a limited item. It was one of your merch guys at Warp Tour Damn. came to me. Yep, yeah, we just didn't have that many of them. I think it was when That's Enemy cool. the not Enemy of the World. Um, uh, in some go, way, Go Down in History came out. No, no. Oh yeah, yeah, for, yeah. Was it? Yeah, because we they might have been left over from because we made them for the in some way whole cycle and we might have just had some left over in uh storage space that we found because usually uh, i'm assuming it was the uh the massachusetts warp date that you went to yep um when you came back and we, from your yeah hiatus. yeah yeah that was that was a uh we always like to clean out the storage unit before warp tour massachusetts so we always find random stuff that we bring down to the show nice that's awesome <laughs> yeah um so uh, you know, we, we asked you to come on here, you know, because you guys have like a really good tour coming up. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're very stoked on it. I was, I've been, uh, talking to a bunch of the newfound guys, um, as of late, like over the past couple of, uh, weeks, we're all super stoked on it. Plus we've got that awesome Worcester fest as part of it that I'm really excited about as well. So I, I love the fact that, that, that sticks and stones fest is in Worcester and it's not anywhere else. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just the, the, the one show it's, it's pretty cool. And they got a, they're able to get a really cool lineup for it too, with Bayside and Pieballs and movie life and lost for words. It's going to be a cool time oh for sure. Oh my God. That's going to be so sick. I haven't seen Pieballs yeah. since like 2004. Dude, they're still awesome. We had them on our holiday show. Uh, I can't remember when now because the past two years are a blur, but I think it was maybe like four years ago. Um, and, uh, I think it was like the second to last one before everything shut down, but uh, they're awesome. They're they're still killing it. Oh, they're absolutely! Great. Uh, funny story. Uh, Newfound Glory actually helped me propose to my wife. Okay, very uh, cool. A, a long, long, long time ago, I used to be friends with Ian. Um, mm-hmm. We 
got in contact because of some flyer he posted and I asked him a favor and he did it. <laughs> nice. And that's rad. Uh, yeah. She obviously married me. <laughs> um, Glad there's a happy ending to that story. That's yeah. Like, it would have really sucked. <laughs> yeah. She was like, Dude, she took the house. What the, the hell is this shit? It was yeah. her house to begin yeah. with. <laughs> yeah. Um, before we, I start asking a couple of questions, if that's okay. Uh, we, yeah, yeah. We, we kind of do a, a little segment called uh, "What You Drinking?" Uh, what are you drinking, Frank? <laughs> do I really have to say this out loud no, right you now? Don't. All right, yes. he handed me this drink. I'm just, what is this it? is the disclaimer ahead of this. I can't believe we're doing this, dude. We got Dan on. We're drinking Bud Light seltzers. Are you yep. kidding me? All right, good enough. So yeah, it's a Bud Light seltzer. It's cranberry. Cranberry. Whatever. <laughs> I, I I believe you're a straight edge, right, Dan? Yes, I am. I'm actually drinking a Polar Cran Lime Seltzer. So, oh, my favorite. Nice. Yeah, Jimmy, what are you drinking today? Hazelnut uh, coffee. <laughs> Hazelnut. Okay. I, I'm kind of taking a step back from the, making my own creamer. I made this fucking huge gallon batch, and it just tastes like shit. You made a gallon batch of creamer? Yeah. Well, not not a gallon. Let, let me rephrase. A half okay. gallon. But okay. Still, still, still it fucking it's creamer, so you don't use a lot. Yeah. You know, and. uh I'm just not happy with it all. I just every time I drink, take a sip, it's just spite. Like I'm drinking it out of hate. <laughs> so nice. Back to the drawing board. Nice. <laughs> um. So, uh, you know, a couple of questions. Um. Uh, what what were some of your you know early musical influences? Yeah. Like how how did, how did you like how did it actually start for you? What's your origin story? I guess. Well, all right. So my origin story is um. When I was in like, I think sixth grade, fifth or sixth grade, um, a bunch of my friends who also were super into skateboarding all decided that they wanted to get into playing guitar, which I was stoked on because I was really bad at skateboarding. Um, uh -huh. So we all decided we were going to we all decided we were going to start playing guitar. And uh, and they I quickly got a lot better than them. So they lost interest and went back to skating. And then I just stopped hanging out with them and just stuck with the guitar. <laughs> um, so, um, for me, my influences, uh, when I started playing guitar, I was super into like mall metal, you know, like I was super into like Metallica, Pantera, like early corn stuff, Limp Bizkit, all that kind of Rage Against the Machine. That was like what I was super into when I started playing guitar. Um, and then, uh, when we started four year. So my, I, I was in like a hardcore, I, I grew up like, you know, going to like hardcore shows and, and playing in hardcore bands. And one of the dudes in a band that I was in, um, the two of us decided we were going to start like a pop punky kind of whatever, like saves a day, get up kids kind of a band. Uh, and we called it four years strong. We didn't have any other members, but, um, his brother, uh, was going to play bass for the band and he knew a guitar player and a drummer. And that was Alan and Jake. So that's that's when Alan and Jake got in the band. Uh, and uh, our first show was actually Alan's sister's like Halloween party with her friends. And we didn't have any of our own songs. So we learned just a whole bunch of like records, like from front to back. We learned like Newfound, Nothing Gold Can Stay. We learned uh, Saves the Day Through Being Saves the Day Through Being Cool. We uh, Midtown, uh, Living Well's The Best Revenge, Strider. It was just like a ton of like, you know, the pop punk bands we were into at the time. And uh, long story short, that band continued. We got a new bass player and me and Alan started singing. And that was basically it. Dude, that's that's crazy because, um, you know, I'm a guitarist myself. And 
Cool. Like we share a lot of those kind of similar influences that kind of got us started, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really great. So, you know, one, one interesting thing that kind of sets your, your band apart from, you know, some of the other guys in your genre, you do have two like dedicated lead vocalists. It's not, Mm -hmm. you know, there's no like front man per se. How did that, how did that work itself out in the band? And and how did you guys come to that kind of, uh, kind of a, a lineup or a setup? Well, Four Years Strong, when we so we named the band and started the band in 2001. And between 2001 and 2000, and I would say four, we went through a whole bunch of singers, people that would like sing for the band for, you know, a week. Sometimes it was a month, sometimes two months, and it never really like clicked. Um, and then in like 2003, I think it was, we decided to do a demo and instead of looking for another singer, we decided in, we were look for another guitar player and Alan was going to sing and I would do like backup vocals. And we were like, oh, it'd be like a take it back Sunday kind of a thing. That was like what we were trying to do back then. And we tried out a couple guitar players and most of them, while Alan was like playing the guitar, was like, why don't you just play the guitar and sing at the same time? And Alan was like, because I long story short alan and i are guitar players first and neither of us wanted to sing so we decided to be like all right well fuck it and if if some of us ha- if somebody has to sing we're gonna split it because neither of us want to sing so that was kind of where it came from but you know we we grew up uh going to darty in worcester and we were in the like madrigal singers then and we got super into vocal harmonies and stuff like that so that kind of um led us down the road of how we were going to sing in the band with like a lot of harmonies and back and forth and taking over for each other midline things like that so oh that's it, where a lot of that came from it worked perfectly yeah I, I, you, you guys are, are like my number one other than newfound glory favorite band nice yeah thanks that's awesome it's kind of interesting that you said the magical singer thing because you know that definitely you can hear some of that um you know especially with like your harmony and your and your note choices they're Mm-hmm. not always straight up and straight ahead like thirds and fifths you know um yeah yeah that's that's pretty cool because uh yeah i did that in high school as well you know um, nice yeah did you where did, where did you go to high school i went to I, I grew up in gardner massachusetts so cool uh yeah nice. so they they had a really good music program there and uh you know high school band and 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 yep. i was also in chorus and magical singers and stuff like that nice so. yeah that's that that's that's what we were all doing we were all in the same thing like me and alan and jake were well, Jake wasn't in Madrigals, but we were all in like the school band and jazz band and everything that we could get into that kept us out of other classes. Um, <laughs> and 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 yeah, that was that that was basically what we were doing. We were just like we would. Our teacher was super cool, so like even when we didn't have a lot to do in class, that about like, he would teachers. Let, <laughs> yeah, he would just let like me and Jake and Alan go into a practice room and just write for your strong songs, and he was like totally cool with it. Nice. That that's so yeah. awesome. That that's great. That you know, in a way that like they let you get away with that. <laughs> yeah. You know, like well, our, I mean, I, I think ahead. they all thought we were kind of hopeless anyway. They were like, ah, fuck <laughs> it, let them have some fun. These guys are going fucking nowhere. So just <laughs> sh- throw them in there. Lo and behold. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Little Lo did they know. Uh, I, I I wanted to tell you a little tiny story as to how I found you guys. Um, sure. I found you guys on MySpace. I, I don't even remember when it came out, but there was mm-hmm. a video on MySpace of Polly Shore hanging out with you guys, and then it just mm-hmm. showed Matt Brusso doing uh, 
vocals in this the studio and i was like what the fuck is this because it's amazing <laughs> yeah we had we we had so matt is still my best friend he lives we both live in the same town our kids are in the same kindergarten uh, well not kindergarten they're in second grade now i have another kid in kindergarten and he has another one coming up but our kids are in the same classes together we see each other all the time we live like less than five minutes from each other and uh but he's always been one of my best friends. He was in my first band that I was ever in growing up, and uh, we've been in a you know a couple different bands together. Um, and then, uh, and with the Polly Shore thing was our manager at the time was his like day to day assistant. So we were just like, well, if you're his day to day assistant, then get him to do fucking four year strong stuff for us. That's and awesome. Like, all right, fine. <laughs> wow. He did, uh, yeah, he did like a couple videos and stuff for us, and then like he called into. He called into uh, WAF a couple times to like have them play our songs and shit like that. That's yeah. big. It was cool. That's Man. awesome. That's that's great. Yeah. Um. All right. So you know, me being a guitarist, I'd be uh, I'd be remiss to not ask you a little bit of like some like guitar nerd gear questions. Sure. So, um, while we were trying to all, while we were basically stumbling over ourselves trying to get the podcast up and going tonight, I noticed in the mm-hmm. background. You got a lot of, uh, you got a lot of offsets. What draws you to that? Oh yeah. Yeah. What, like why, why the offset shape? Uh, well offset and telly have kind of been as of late, the thing that's really brought me in, like get, getting me like stoked to play. I've been, uh, like when I first was touring, I was super into Les Paul customs and I'm a bigger guy. Uh, and I liked how heavy they were. Like I, I really hate playing light guitars that I just, I want to feel like I have something, you know, around my neck and, you know, won't like move around when I'm moving around and stuff like that. So, um, I got really comfortable playing heavy guitars. Um, I like the offsets a lot because, um, first of all, they're bigger guitars and I'm a bigger guy playing smaller guitars. looks weird on me. I look like I'm playing like ukulele half the time. So, (laughs) um, the bigger, the, the the bigger a guitar, the better. Um, and uh, especially a lot of the offsets that I play live. Um, a couple of them are, are custom builds. So they're built out of like solid mahogany and they're, they just weigh a fucking ton. And, uh, that's, that's the thing that I just love about them is that they, you know, they just hang around my neck real heavy and I can jump around and they, they stay pretty, uh, pretty pulled down to the ground. Nice. Yeah. yeah, That's awesome. I'm a fender guy myself too. So Nice. Although I, that's I, rad. I, yeah, I do tellies mostly, but, um, no, that, mm-hmm. that's, that's cool, man. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I've been, uh, my telly actually, I've, I've been, uh, playing tellies as my main for, for a while now, actually probably like, I don't know, 10 years or so. Um, and I just, I don't know, probably like four years ago, started playing offsets on stage. Uh, but I still go back to kind of that, uh, the telly, um, body style as well, which I started just working with, um, Balagir guitars. Do you oh, know that nice. have you, have you heard of that band? I have, uh, that, that brand. Yeah. Um, and what's cool about them is they make a guitar called a thicket, which is like a telly style body, but it's offset. Um, right. I don't know. It's really, weird. if, if you could see me, I'd show it to you, but it's, uh, you should look it up. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I like. I mean, they got a good, um, sometimes I'll just like blow a little bit of time on their guitar mm-hmm. builder. Cause they have yep. one, of, they have one of the better ones online, you know, them and like, it's true. Yeah. I built, I built a bunch of guitars on there. Um, and, uh, like I have a green offset. I think you probably saw it right behind me. There was a green offset there. That's a value that I built on there. And then I have two other custom builds here too. Nice. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, so 
what's uh what's one of your favorite one of your favorite what's your favorite non-palladium venue to play hmm non-palladium venue there's a lot of really good ones um i really like uh there's there's a lot of really cool uk venues that i like a lot there's a place called roundhouse that i like playing um there's another place that i can't remember the name of that we played it was the last place that we headlined there but uh I don't know. There's a lot of really cool venues all over the place. There's a uh, place called the Marquee Theater in Denver. That's a really fun venue to play. I've actually that's, heard of that. Uh, yeah, it's it's a cool venue because the stage is um, it's a high stage, but the way the venue's set up is everybody feels really close. Um, that's kind of a thing for me. Like I like playing, you know, higher stages because people can get a better view of the show. But I also don't like feeling super far away. So when I play a venue where everybody feels close and I'm still on a higher stage, I I, I usually kind of gravitate towards that yeah it's it's cool so awesome i I have kind of it's kind of like an in-depth question okay Uh, i i I find it very entertaining that you guys have kind of like a devil may care attitude about trying something new like on in some way you guys did fairweather fan um Mm -hmm. most recently you did uh you turned heroes get remembered legends never die and uh learn to love the lie into a lo-fi hip-hop Yep. Uh, yeah. Which I'm I'm fucking in love with. It's so good. Um, Thanks. W- when did that type of attitude like come forward, and how does it affect how you guys write music moving forward from that? Well, we've we've kind of always been drawn to you know the the thing the thing about being in especially so Alan and I uh, usually start writing like most of the songs and. Uh, we just love writing music. So we, we don't like to be, you know, trapped into like a box. So we, we always are super excited to try new things and, 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 uh, you know, just experiment musically, um, earlier on in our career, we were a little bit more, I guess, hesitant to do it because, you know, you you never want to rock the boat too much and, uh, um, do any of that, especially when you're, you're kind of new to the whole thing. But, uh, for, for myself, um, taking big swings and trying new things is, uh, is really important, uh, because I get bored really easy. So if, (laughs) if I have to write, if I have to write the same, like if I know when I'm going into writing a song or writing an album, if I already know in my head, kind of this, these parameters that I have to write the record inside it, it, it just makes me really bummed out. Like, I just really don't like writing, with all of these kind of rules, I guess. And, uh, um, and on our last record brain pain, we, we really allowed ourselves to step outside, uh, and not, you know, anytime we're writing a song, there's always that, is this for you strong enough? Is this kind of like in our vein? And, and there's definitely been times where we've like, you know, stopped writing a song because we, eh, it's not really going in the right direction or, you know, we've, finish the song and be like, Oh, it's not for you strong enough and go back in and throw in some, some random riffs and double kick stuff. But on this last record, um, we really made sure that we're just like, no, let's just see every idea through until the end, because we'll just see what comes out on the other side instead of second guessing ourselves a bunch. And it worked out really well. I mean, we wrote a shit ton of songs for that record. We wrote like, I mean, demo wise, we had over like 50 or 60 demos. Wow. Jeez. And, uh, yeah. And, and, uh, but it was, it was one of the most, you know, rewarding records, um, that we've done, especially like, you know, as a songwriter, it was, 
it, when we were done, I was just like, I can't believe we actually just from the beginning to the end, we were just like, let's just write the songs and not worry about what they're going to sound like at the end. They ended up having, you know, one of our heavier songs that we've ever written, like the song brain pain is one of the, the more mathy metally songs we've ever written. And that's on the record, but we've also got, you know, some weird stuff like talking myself in circles, which ended up being, you know, a fan favorite. So, um, yeah, we just always want to try something new because we just get fucking bored. It, it, <laughs> and it shows like you guys definitely with, uh, in some way was, was a lot different than the previous two albums before it. And this one, mm -hmm. it, it's a bit different than, you know, go down in history and, um, Oh my God. I can't remember the name of the album before the, after that. Oh, self-titled. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And that's an, that's an easy one to forget. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it shows, but like I was taken back a little bit with, with, um, brain pain. Uh, it's heavy. It, yeah. And, and, but I ended up loving it. Like it, it's, it's such, such a good album. Thank you. Yeah. It's, 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 it was a fucking blast to write. It's super fun to play. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was just one of those situations where we kind of were at a crossroads where we could just be like, let's, we're either going to write a four year strong record that everybody's already heard before, or we're going to write a four year strong record that no one's heard before. And we decided to go that direction and it shows and it's awesome. Thanks. That's so, cool. um, speaking of four year strong records that everyone's heard before, uh, rise or die trying. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. 2017, you guys released a 10 year anniversary of that album. Yeah. How, how important is it? Like, I, you know, you kind of answered this a little bit, um, you know, by talking about uh, brain pain, but how important is it for you guys to honor the past? And I'm going to sneak this in as a two parter. If, if there was like one song or, or one, um, one thing that you guys could just like, that you just like, I can't go there again. Like, you know, just put it in a box and, and be like, all right, we did that. Let's just move past it. You know? Oh, like songs, songs. I want to forget for your songs. <laughs> I want to forget. Yeah. Like, like, you know, is, you know, you always hear about like these bands with a longer career who, you know, kind of like reject some of the stuff that they've done. Uh, yeah. you know, like Radiohead's pretty, you know, famous for like hating to play creep. They're, you know, like they're, they're yeah. the most commercially successful song, you know, and remembering never mm -hmm. won't do anything on she looks so good in red. Right. Yeah. You know, like, so, so how important is it for you guys to, to honor the past, but also yeah. like, okay, I can't really? do this anymore, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, uh, well, for you said it was a two part question. What was the first part again? The first part was the, was the, how important is it for you guys to, to, you know, honor what, you know, what essentially got you guys started, okay. you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, so it's, it's important to us, you know, for sure. I mean, we have fans that have been fans of our band since Rise or Die Trying and even earlier that still come out to shows. And it's obviously important to us that, you know, we, you know, we're still the four year strong that they love, but also at the same time, we've, you know, the, the four year strong that put out rise or die trying was, you know, 19 and 21 year old kids. And now we're, you know, mid 30 year old guys. So it's, uh, we're approaching it's, 40. It's, it's a, we all are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a big jump. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's always important for us to make sure that, you know, we know 
at the end of the day that the only reason that we're able to write music and be a band is because of the fans that support us. So I'm never going to turn my back on, you know, what fans love about our band and especially the the songs from the past. Now, that being said, are there songs that I wish would, you know, I could fucking you know, Thanos snap away. Yeah. There's, there's, there's plenty, there's plenty of that kind of stuff, but only because, but only because they were, uh, they were written, you know, when, when I, when I go back and listen to them, there's just so many things that glare out of things that I would have written differently. So it's, it's always kind of frustrating to, to, you know, to, to have to try to play some of those older songs. I, I would liken it to uh, I've, I've, I've made this connection before where, you know, there's always kids who yell out, you know, play, you know, so hot and you sweat on it or go long dad or all these like super hmm. old songs. And I always say to them, I'm like, the problem is that that guy who yelled it really wants to hear it. But there's only four other people in the room who know those fucking songs. Right. <laughs> so like th- there was a time where we were just like, oh, that guy said, go on, dad, let's play it. Or that guy said, fucking, I don't know, whatever, rectum. That guy said it. Let's play it. <laughs> and uh, and then we're just like, oh, it's a fucking dud. Like it was such like a low point of the set because people didn't really, you know, not that many people knew it. Um, so, I, you know, there's there's always that kind of of issue as well is we want to make sure, you know, most of the time when we're up there, we only have a certain amount of time that we're allowed to play. And it's like, all right, I can play, you know, I can play uh fucking wrecked him damn near killed him right now, but then we won't have enough time to play. It must suck or wasting time. So which one do you want me to do? Do you know what I mean? Like we right. kind of get into these, into these issues, uh, especially a, being a band that's been around for so long, there's so many songs that everybody's like, Oh, this is the song they have to play off of this record. And it's like, okay, well now we have eight records. And if I'm playing a 40 minute set, that's one song per from like each record, basically, yeah. you know, with one extra thing on the side. So making sets is always hard. So we've, we've got to be, you know, we've got to be choosy in that way. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, if I, I hate to make this connection because I don't see myself like this at all. But like, let's say, you know, you're fucking Picasso and everybody's like, hey, uh, I liked it better when you were in kindergarten and you were drawing the like sun with like a house on like the grass. He's like, yeah, but I, I know I know more about art now and I like to, you yeah, know, you- make more complex things. Right. It's like, you know, you're, he's never going to draw a sun with a smiley face again because he's grown past that yep i get it yeah totally um so last question then we'll you know get on with the show uh yeah yeah um what are you looking more forward to this year can we expect any new music coming out or anything yeah i mean we're we're always working on new music we've got a couple cool things planned um that i can't quite spill the beans on yet but um yeah we've got uh we've got this newfound tour we have uh some other tours coming up after that that we're really excited about um, there's some fun fests that we're, we're going to be on in the fall that we're super stoked on like that, uh, when we were young fest in Vegas that I think will be interesting. It looks cool, but I don't uh, think I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you, well, it's, it's, they're all fully sold out now. Oh, that's anyway, right. So it's, it's, Jeez. yeah, they, they, Such they sold cool out film. like it, it's crazy. I mean, like everybody freaks out about it. Like, 
being like, how are all these? But the, the thing is, like, Warp Tour had, you know, almost that many bands. The problem was, is that they weren't all bands that you've heard of. Right, so that's why exactly. it was a little bit easier to just ignore half of the 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 bill. But now they're all bands you've heard of. So, yeah, you're not going to be able to see all the bands that you want to see, but you're going to have to, you know, going to have to fill out that wish list and just make sure you get as much as you can in. It's going to be it's going to be tough. I'll tell you right now, I'm going to play and then I'm going to go like sit in a nice, cool hotel room somewhere. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> That's the plan. That's a good one. That's yeah. good. <laughs> I like that. Catch, catch catch a buffet or something, a magic show. I don't know. Something. Nice. <laughs> the yeah. life. Yeah. Get to that Celine Dion show that you've always been dying yeah. to go to. <laughs> um, so I you know, we'll get we'll get on to the uh the got, rest I, of the I show. I got a question. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy. What uh what was the coolest moment you had on the road? And who is the band that you played with and you're like, holy shit, I'm fucking playing with this band? Uh the coolest moment um that i had on the road let me think um there's a lot there's a lot of really cool moments the one that jumped into my brain is uh uh, what fucking year was it maybe like 2011 um we went to we did like a southeast asia tour we had never done that before we did like indonesia that's cool um we did uh we, we did bali jakarta malaysia um i think we did one show in singapore something like that florida but (laughs) but yeah florida's nice yeah it's like the same thing um yeah yeah exactly um and uh we played a show in jakarta which was slightly you know kind of terrifying it's 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 very much you know not uh like a comfortable place for for us to like to, to play we'd never been there before and you know it was kind of kind of a a freaky situation and we didn't know how many fucking people would show up and it was a headliner so we were already like this is gonna stink whatever yeah and uh it was incredible like we we played this outdoor show and there were like 1500 kids just going fucking bananas it was uh it was really cool that that was one of the first times that i was just i didn't i was just like how does anyone here know my band and then i was (laughs) blown away by the amount of people who who fucking gave a shit as much as they gave a shit. It was really cool. That's got to be one of the most gratifying um, feelings. In the oh, world. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I have it all the time. And, you know, it doesn't even matter. I could play a fucking show in the, the holiday show in Worcester that we play every single year. And every single year I get up on stage and I'm just fucking blown away that that many people give a shit about my band. Um, but uh, as far as like bands that we've played with that were just like, holy shit, I can't believe I'm playing with this band. Um I mean, easy answer is blink. Uh, we, we did, um, we did like a short UK tour with them. Um, and we've done some U S stuff with them. And, um, that was always fucking just so cool to be playing a show like that. Um, also, um, we did a tour with rise against and bad religion and being on the same tour as bad religion every fucking night for two months was just insane. Um, but we've been, we've been crazy lucky. Um, to be honest, there aren't really, if you said like, what was the worst band that we've toured with? There really aren't any, like we've been really lucky to, you know, we've never showed up and to a tour and had, and not had a band be fucking awesome. Super nice. Super, you know, as far as 
you know, taking us out on tour or bands that we've taken on tour. Everybody's always been gracious That's and cool. willing to pitch in where they can and just everybody just wants to fucking gig. It's it's uh it's cool. Nice. That's so sick. My uh my bucket yeah. list band is uh I, I got the chance back in I think two thousand eleven I played with Shy Halud. It was Oh cool. It was the uh it was the tits. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. We did uh uh we were on tour with Newfound actually I don't even fucking know when it was. It was, it was when it was when they were doing their ISHC thing. Oh my god! Um, International Superheroes of Hardcore. Nice. Yeah, and we we actually during an IS, ISHC set, me and Alan played um, uh, Shai Halud's song with Chad singing, which was pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah that that was a fun one. Oh, uh, sweet um so yeah let's let's jump into the thing i i put studio 666 on there because i I was planning on going to see the movie and i didn't yeah (laughs) you know you know what though it it looks like it looks so stupid but in all the right ways you know like it's it's a b it's it's like a b slasher movie you know and like it just i don't know i think it looks great like i can't wait to go see it you know yeah i'll probably i think i think it'll be a fun movie i you know, it, it just make it reminds me a I mean, Foo Fighters have always been acting in their videos and shit for like ever. Yep. And they've always been pretty good at that. Um, and it just kind of makes me think of like, a, like you said, like a like a B slasher movie, but like kind of in like the tenacious D kind of a realm. That's like what it makes me yeah. think of. And uh, I think That's it'll be so fun. True. I think it'll be I think it'll be that that band never really takes themselves too seriously. And uh, I think that they'll. uh They'll do a good job with it, I think. Hey, yeah, it's funny that you say that because in the Tenacious D movie, that Dave Grohl was the devil, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll I, never forget of the long, like just their fucking acting in that music video alone. Like, Jesus oh yeah, that, that's <laughs> my thing. All their videos are yeah. so fucked up, Ridiculous. you know, like like not <laughs> all of them, but yeah, there's but just in the best way. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. just so many. It's like you know, you gotta you yeah. gotta admire the set of balls on a band to, to like, you know, put out like what learning to fly that video or whatever yeah, with tenacious d with tenacious d it's like what a joke but it's awesome it's just great i don't know i love it wrong yeah all the way back to when they used to do uh what was that what was this the video they did with the mentos commercial oh big me that? big like, me yeah <laughs> big me yeah there you go yeah and that, that was funny like forever like people were chucking mentos at dave grohl on stage yeah, and uh, he <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I remember. That, I think it was like they did the storyteller. They did storytellers or whatever, and he was he was talking about how, um, you know, he finally had to say like, "Would you guys please stop chucking Mentos up on stage?" You know, because like it kind of hurts and it blows. And so, um, he's like patting his pockets. He was looking for a lighter, you know, and he, and he yeah. goes, "He goes, anybody in the house have a lighter?" And like. You know, twenty eight hundred lighters <laughs> came flying up on the stage instead. He's like, "All right, I'll never yeah. ask for that again." <laughs> that, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's great. Um, so, I mean, with that being said, like, I, I, we can't review it because we haven't seen it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it still right. looks great. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. My, my favorite part of the commercial was uh, um, when he starts playing Everlong. He's like, "I, I wrote this great new song." And he's Taylor Hawkins, like. Yeah, it's called Everlong. You wrote it 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, this you? Did you write Vikings? The Vikings episode? Oh yeah. So I, I'm, I'm new to the whole Vikings show, you know. So me not knowing anything about it, I just finished like I think season four. 
but the Blood Eagle episode, I never knew really like what it was. And holy fuck, that's an insane way to die. Elaborate. Okay, so <laughs> so basically, like uh, in, in the show, this guy betrays uh, the lead dude Ragnar. So in order to get him back, he tells him that he's going to give him the Blood Eagle, and basically they fucking chop your back open, they cut it open, and then they expose the ribcage, and then they cut through the back, Ugh. and then take the fucking lungs out and put them over your shoulder. And if you make any noise, you don't go to Valhalla. And it was just like, Ugh. and this is a real thing, you know what I mean? Obviously, it's a TV show, but like, this is what they believed in. They really felt like if you should, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and this was on the History Channel back in the day, and it, it was pretty graphic. I'm like, you know, I'm wow. watching it on Amazon Prime, so I'm thinking it's like, okay, like a Netflix thing, and people are like, no, 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 they showed that on regular TV. Like, what? <laughs> like, that's that's insane. So it was just really cool. Yeah, it was bloody. Yeah, maybe hard pass on that. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I was just thinking about this. I don't know why it popped in my head. I I, I wanted to ask one uh, another kind of. Uh, your opinion on something because uh, you're you're a fellow girl dad do you, if you sure. don't mind how, how do you feel about you know bringing them to you know shows and or uh, that aren't yours um well i mean it it depends on i mean right now they're they're five and seven so the the, the shows that they would want to go to is like fucking i Jojo don't know Siwa yeah jojo siwa show my four-year-old um, is but which <laughs> which like we actually were going to take them there but we're we couldn't because so i'm taking my kids on like a um next weekend we leave on like a disney cruise type thing um so we're we're doing that whole thing and we have to test to get on the boat so like the past two weeks we've been like avoiding fucking crowds which fucking sucks because it's been february vacation so my kids have just been stuck in the house the entire time oh my oh, god um yeah but uh no i mean uh, as far as like right now like i i would take them to some shows um and they they go to they've gone to a couple four year strong shows um the, the the biggest issue with that is just them staying up late enough because they right. just can't hack it when we play at fucking 10 o'clock at night oh, um <laughs> but uh but yeah they're they're gonna go to you know that that sticks and stones fest this summer and i mean it yeah the summer well i guess it's the spring yeah in the spring it's um I, and, it's still uh, summer it's june june is summer to is me. it summer yeah june okay <laughs> yeah um but uh yeah uh, i i'll bring them to some shows i mean like other one you know there's obviously certain shows that i wouldn't bring them to like a fucking like knock loose show right now I, I oh come on um yeah i mean they probably love it they'd probably love it but um well one of my kids would love it the other one would hate it but uh yeah i mean it's but if you're asking like how i feel about them going to shows when they're older um i i, I back it um you know as uh, i think i'm i'm raising you know pretty self-aware kids so uh hopefully they'll be able to uh if they see any situations they want to get the fuck away from they know to get the fuck away from them but yeah right. that's pretty much it yeah i i yeah. i'm at least bringing my four-year-old to sticks and stones fest so yeah nice that's i actually know a lot of i actually know of a lot of kids that are going to it it's it should be it should be fun it, it's funny because my wife and i try and make it a point to go see newfound glory anytime they're in the area and like mm -hmm. it's been a new thing for people to just bring their kids i see like seven eight like gaggles of people with their kids just yeah. them wearing headphones on, just 
having the time of their life and then by the time they get like three songs into the actual like newfound glory playing all those kids are sleeping <laughs> toast yeah it's, it's been great. Uh, we we always said like there's there's always like random shows on our tour with like you said like parents just bring their kids and it's all they always get the like vip ticket and we see and we take pictures and it's super cool and i see them during the during the like the night but by the time we get to the show they're ghost they're nowhere around because they fell fucking asleep during the band before <laughs> us or something that's so awesome <laughs> that's or great. like they just sleep underneath our merch table or something like that <laughs> <laughs> um are you uh do you do you do you game at all i don't i don't actually know that answer um i like to play game i i haven't really had much time lately um I don't have a PS5 or anything cool yet. I'm still on PS4, but I, I usually play like, you know, all the, the normal stuff. I was big into Skyrim for a while um, and that kind of stuff and Call of Duty and shit like that. But I really want to get the, uh, was it Elder Ring? Elden Ring? It's I can't remember amazing. if it's a Elden or Elder. Elden, Elden Ring. Is it good? Yeah. It's so Elden Ring, yeah. Good. I want to get it, but. I'm lost. I didn't I, even want to come tonight. <laughs> I almost. I almost got it yesterday but like i said i have a ps4 and i'm like i should just buy a ps5 to get the game because it's gigantic and i want it to look awesome and i don't want to just like it well there what might make me get it is when you buy it you get both you get the ps4 and the ps5 so i'm like well i could get it now and start playing it and then when i get a ps5 um, yeah, they're doing that with but, a lot yeah. of games and it's some of them are just free upgrades like uh horizon forbidden west if you get the ps4 edition yeah you, once you put it on PS5, yeah. it just automatically upgrades to free. So, which is cool. Yeah, you save yourself sick. like ten bucks too. You know. Oh, are yeah, you guys? So. so, do you guys all play uh, PlayStation or are you Xbox or? I or do PC? both. I, I do, do both. just cool. Xbox because I'm partially poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, well, that's the thing. I've always been a PlayStation guy, but as of late, with all of the, all the like purchases that microsoft has it's been making insane. of like bethesda yeah, and yeah, fucking yeah. i'm just like yeah. what Plus game what yeah activision like what is left yeah yeah, yeah and I know. what the fuck is gonna be left I, I think i think that whole thing is because like you know everybody knows that sony gets all the good exclusives and microsoft's mm. just like you know what? fuck you we're gonna buy everything that's worth having <laughs> yeah it's kind of no it's fucking crazy it's kind of interesting because like sony's like for some reason, I always think that Sony's been kind of like uh, the leader when it comes to like the hardware, ver you know, side of things for yeah. the most part. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Microsoft is like, okay, that's great that you might have the best hardware on the planet, but we have computers, we have the games, <laughs> yeah, like, you, you know. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of going yeah. that way, which works out for me because I'm an Xbox guy anyway. Oh so. yeah, but I just I wish they would make like some sort of an announcement, being like, no, we're still going to let all these games be on PlayStation as well, or if they're all going to be exclusively Xbox. Then it's like, what the fuck is the point of me getting a PS5? Well, a lot if of it is all the games be, that I'm going to want to play. A lot right. of it won't be exclusive, like especially like the Call right. of Duties and stuff like that. They already said they're going to be multi-platform for years to come, so you know, not to stress out cool. about stuff like that. Cool. I, I, I fall right. a lot into that, but uh, yeah, like it, it's just ridiculous with the Game Pass, like how much it's it's worth it for 14 bucks a month. Yeah. You can play anything, and now PlayStation is finally jumping on the bandwagon. Like, oh shit, we can make money this way. Oh, we didn't realize. So yeah. they're, they're coming out with their own streaming services too. So that's cool. I, in all honesty, I, I feel like uh, at Microsoft is, you know, picking up all these these different game developing uh, companies 
just so they can kind of push forward being like truly multi-platform so like every gate so you can like have a friend on playstation and just be able to voice chat without actually yeah. being in a game because you think about it right of course they'd still want to make it multi-platform for most of these games because they're still making the money you know? oh yeah absolutely. so like yeah. it's you know because so, sony's been the one that's that's been like you know s- stepping like in the dirt trying to stop everything they're like no we don't want to be friends with you guys yeah but they're like, exclusive. Right, well, fuck you we'll just start taking beautiful. games away from you <laughs> although interestingly i don't know if you like we didn't talk about this uh a few weeks ago but um sony bought um bungie yeah which is funny the the yeah, yeah the studio that developed destiny and uh and halo which was oh, right. the yeah. xbox fucking killer right, right. yeah that's the like that's the, the og xbox yeah. exclusive so uh, um yeah. oh holy shit i didn't even think of yeah, that 3.6 yeah. billion dollar deal on that and like I guess like it hasn't been finalized yet because they're still trying to actually iron out the details of what to do with Halo. Yeah. Because well, um, Halo's not Bungie anymore. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Three, what four, is it? Three. Micros- it's three four three. Yeah, which is owned by Microsoft. So. Yeah, but what do you do with all the the back catalog? Yeah. Well, like the Bungie stuff. Like, who gets that money? So it's it's know? weird because uh, fucking Bungie only has Destiny. That's right. the only game on a catalog right now. It's yeah. literally just Destiny. So know, what are they going to do? Make Destiny an exclusive? I think, I think no. I or think what they're trying to do is just, they, you know, now? like they're just helping out in the background. It's, right. it's not going to be like they might make some more games just for Sony, but I think it's more just to help out the team and stuff like that. Like the people that work there, like the executive producers or the creative team to help out uh, Sony with other games and stuff like that. I don't think because it's weird that they bought them that expensive for somebody that only has one fucking game under their belt. Yeah, you know, so hmm. but yeah, yeah I think it's, it's I think crazy, the catalog, man. I think the catalog is really like one of the main driving forces behind it because I I feel like it's similar to, you know, when you have you know where Xbox has their you know what you say it was Game Pass or whatever whatever yeah. right. you call it, yeah, and PlayStation is coming out with it now. It's it's just like the streaming wars where you have Disney buying fucking Fox yeah. and and yeah. you know every you know everybody's just buying all of these. Um, different studios it's the same thing they all just want to be the winner of whatever fucking yeah. uh subscription service they come out with which is just know? insane because it's just it's so much money that you realize what you spend per month just to watch stuff you like dude you know? i i remember when i got rid of triple play i was so pumped i'm like oh triple play is going up to like 240 a month i'm gonna well fuck that i'm gonna cancel everything and just get internet only and that's what i did and yeah yeah go figure i end up signing back up for you know i've got like uh like hulu live so there's like 60 bucks a month and then like all the other bullshit it's like netflix what did i do fucking this and that paramount yeah the the only benefit i can see to it is like you do get to kind of curate your own yeah 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 consumption library yeah. yeah You know, like so, and you're not you're not bombarded with ads all the fucking time it's if if you're you know if you like my kids when they go over like somebody else's house who has cable and they're a like, fucking commercial peasant. comes on, they're like, "What the hell is this?" Exactly. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I've got I've, I've got a seven year old and a four year old, uh, and funny. and like, uh, I forgot what we were watching. We were watching like a Pats game or something yeah. like that. And yeah. I remember the first time my my daughter's seven. I remember the first time that she saw a commercial, like, <laughs> and she just stared at it, and she's just like, she looks at me and she's like, "Dad, what is this?" Because she knows that like, she's like, "Just skip the ad," you know, like it's YouTube yeah. or something. Yeah. I'm like. I can't. We have to watch it. And she just stared at me like I had a tumor growing out of my eye. She's like, 
what do you mean? And I said, no, honey, they're trying to get you to buy this thing. So that's going to be our Atari. And she's like, so what? Huh. But you can't skip it. And I'm like, oh my God, wow, yeah. this is just so bizarre. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, my kids, my kids go to like my parents' house or something, and like some fucking, I don't know, minions or some shit comes on like TBS or something. My kids are just like, I don't even want to watch it. It's the, <laughs> like once the first commercial comes on, they're like, oh, we're not watching it on like Netflix or something. I'm good. Like, I'm <laughs> so at least we know we're that generation. Wow. When I was your age, yeah. I had to watch TV ads. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. We're going to be yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Our kids are funny. so fucking coddled. Yeah. <laughs> They really are. Oh, yeah. That's oh, that's I used to have to wait till like, oh, we got to wait till Saturday morning to watch all these cartoons. Every yeah. Week. It's like, yeah. no, I'll just I'll watch season one and two after school. I don't give a shit. It's if I told my kid, like, especially not now, but like in 10 years that like, oh, I had to wait six months to get the one episode of like, you know, hey, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. she'd be like, why? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's even even with with movies too like if you have to wait more than like a year or two for a sequel kids was like what the fuck's the point i don't even care about this movie anymore because you said you have to wait for fucking ever like i I can't think of one off off of my brain but i mean even uh i think it was like like the ninja turtles or something it was like the first ninja turtles came out and then it was like three or four years before like ninja turtles 2 came out or at least it felt that long but nowadays you get you know Almost every year you get a sequel to something. Shit, that's like Star Wars was doing the Christmas things. It was like every year there was a new Star Wars movie coming out for like five or six years in a row. You're like, wait, what? What's going on? Like, yeah, how, is, how is this a real yeah. thing? Yeah, because you, you get know? like, yeah. you know, the 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 main story yeah, and, and then you get like Rogue One the yeah. next year or yeah. like during the summer. Yep. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, God, Marvel really. They, they Well, yeah, Marvel is, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. They only do six movies a year. Relax. <laughs> uh, well, six six movies and four TV shows. It's it's right. Are you caught yeah. up on all the TV shows? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm caught up on everything. We uh, <laughs> last week. I, I I don't know if you listened to the episode, but last week we kind of tore apart. Uh, what was your uh, opinion on the book of Boba Fett? If you watched it, well, uh, I mean, it had a couple of of. Uh, you know, a couple of cool moments, but uh, the entire time I was trying to figure out like, what the fuck, why is this called the book of Boba Fett? I didn't understand what it was. It was crazy. I mean, like there were some cool fan service moments, uh, you know, with like the whole Luke thing. And, but I mean, I really just wanted more Mandalorian and that's kind of what it turned into is like Mandalorian 2.5, but it was, (laughs) But they had to base it around both that <laughs> for the first like three episodes where every fucking episode started with him in a back to tank. I was like, what yeah, the that fuck was fucking is garbage. Not, I don't care. I don't care about this fucking sand people bullshit. Like, yes. it, like <laughs> if, if I don't you, give if, a shit. If you could have seen me, I was just like pumping yeah. my fist in the yeah, air. That's exactly how we felt. But but Steve Steve is like he's I like the holdout. It. He's like, yeah. no, it was really great. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, are you sure? But, I mean, <laughs> I, I wasn't the holdout. I I was like, it's gonna go somewhere. It kind of did. In in, in this it, yeah. in the podcast, you were the sole like yeah. flag bearer for yeah. Book of Boba Fett. All right. <laughs> my arg my argument my argument for it was like it kept me going back to watch the next episode. Like yeah. I wasn't like so over it that I didn't want to see the next episode. They did a good job of like establishing cliffhangers and everything. Yeah. But the biggest letdown of the whole thing was the finale. It felt like they spent 
five episodes building up these really cool intricate storylines and then they were just like all right one more episode so let's tie everything up as loosely as we can super rushed super fast um and i mean that's that's pretty common nowadays with a lot of the you know a lot of these you know limited short run series is you know they get really into establishing all of these storylines over the course of this whole thing but then they they have a finale that they have to tie everything up really yeah. fast and it's always kind of a letdown I, yeah. I don't understand the eight episode thing like g- give it 10 like y- right y- yeah i think i feel like 10 10 episodes is good and especially because these episodes are only like 40 minutes long yeah on average exactly that's you know, that's like, the way i think it's, it's not, like not a lot hour. of time to it's tell not... a deep story yeah even yeah. some of the episodes, I think of the Mandalorian, were like 37, 35 is, but the, weird. but the Mandalorian is like, there's a lot of heart in that show. Oh no. You know, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, it just, like it just throws in. me off where they're like, they're, they're doing limited series, but like it's shorter episodes. Like if yeah. they were eight episodes an hour long each, I'm like, okay, I understand, but they're not even doing the hour. Right. And then the last three, four minutes is all fucking credits. <laughs> and I'll see like, <laughs> like, like, yeah. Yeah. Show well, me it's also the, the, the formula that's kind of getting annoying with a lot of these shows. It happens a lot with the the Marvel shows and with the the Star Wars shows. But they they write these really cool episodes, and everybody's really excited about the story and the character development. But then it just feels like in the last episode, they're always like, "Oh no, everybody wants action scenes." And then the last episode is always just this giant battle. It's like we didn't have giant battles the whole fucking time, and we're all still here. Like it yeah. could have just still been. Like in the same vein of everything else, it didn't need to be everybody you met in the whole series having a gunfight in a street. I feel like the only exception um, with that would, point, was uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There was fighting in every episode. That was definitely the yeah. most action-packed of, but it had to be yeah. the shows. You know, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, that's such a good point that I never really thought of. It's like, yeah, just just have a character-driven show. Yeah, yeah, where you don't need spectacle in a way. You know, it'd be kind of. Yeah. I think that would be kind of like a neat counterpoint in a way. I guess that's kind of why. I, I liked um, WandaVision a lot because it was a lot of, you know, for the most part, it was just like straight character. Yeah, that show really threw me off. Like, it was a show in the with best the show way, yeah, like with in the best everybody. way possible. Like where I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Right. You know, and you didn't like if you're just watching it weekly, you had no clue. Like, okay, and then all of a sudden everything comes to, comes together. You're like, okay, that makes more sense. But in the beginning, I'm like, what is Marvel doing? You know, like, yeah. what's going? You know, and I, I, I definitely liked it, but. Watching in the beginning, I'm like, uh, did they fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it's because it was so it was so different than yeah, what we yeah. had what we've been trained to yeah. believe that Especially, the Marvel yeah, from the Marvel yeah. well, universe that, was about. That and yeah. like everything they did for like at least two episodes, like shit, two series. I'm not episodes. Uh, everything they did was like they they did these fan servicey moments, but then they also did like redirects like the whole like pietro thing yeah and it was like yep oh it was just you know uh what's her name agatha yeah. fucking with everything right and it, right right and it's like no the x-men's not coming in it's like fuck you just <laughs> fuck you <laughs> well that that was i mean you know marvel's always been a big you know uh it's it's always been really fun to like theorize and try and figure out what the fuck's going on but WandaVision was what really started 
like everybody picking apart every fucking thing and what does it mean and what's this going to mean and there's always been people trying to you know make connections back into comics or or try and find things that were seeded for fucking you know six movies and nobody picked it out but like now it's every episode comes out and everybody has to break down every fucking thing that happened because that's where the answer could be and i mean honestly like you ask like what oh what is marvel doing it's like oh they're fucking printing money is what they're doing yep. they know yep. what they're doing they're just they're like oh ev- there's podcasts and youtube channels that are literally just dedicated to people picking apart every fucking thing well let's throw a bunch of fucking random shit in here and let them go crazy yeah and all at, it does is make it bigger and bigger and bigger the fucking doctor strange thing how many people are on youtube right now oh. just dissecting oh, yeah. that three minute trailer it's insane hey you're just watching yeah. the views build up you're like yeah, it's funny because I watched. I, 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 oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say right now, sixty percent of that entire fucking thing is even in the movie. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, yep. They're they're they they've been getting more and more comfortable with basically they're making a movie and making a trailer, and they yeah. don't the the trailer doesn't necessarily have to be the movie. Like they'll put shit in there. They started it with Infinity War when they had fucking Hulk running through fucking wakanda with everybody it's like hulk's not even in that fucking movie after the first scene yeah um, yeah and well that was like they're, they're just getting more and more comfortable with yeah yeah with spider exactly that they're whole just trailer more was more in the first like 30 minutes of the movie and that was it like you know yeah so the rest of the movie yeah. had no clue what was about to happen which which is a good thing you know i mean to a certain degree but yeah they, they're just that, doing with that the, shit. the amount of reshoots yeah. the amount of reshoots they did on dr strange they probably have like three movies worth of fucking footage Mm. They did like six months of reshoots, which That's is enough crazy. to shoot a whole nother movie. Which yeah. is fine with me because Sam Raimi is one of my favorite. Directors. I hope it's a horror movie. Oh yeah. That's um. I wish. Uh, so, I've only ever seen the uh, trailer for this, but like, Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. It's... Is this a World of Warcraft thing? No. No. Oh. No, no. No. Like. Okay. It, it, it's a PlayStation Five game. Oh, is it? Yeah. it well, play PlayStation game. PlayStation exclusive. So, but it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you ba- basically fight your mechanized robots, like uh, Jesus Christ. Well, I would hope mechanized so. di- dinosaurs. You know what I mean? It's like if, <laughs> right. if if robotic worlds were taken. Jesus Christ, asshole. Uh, but no, like if if the machines took over and it's like you're going against like T Rexes and Triceratops and Pterodactyls, but it's badass. It's it's ridiculously cool. It's like a. I think it was like Turok, like the original Turok, but oh like God, like a Turok, holy shit holy version shit. of it. Yeah. You know, so if you remember Turok, it's like that, but like on this grand scale, you know? So it's just, it's a really cool game. Uh, I just picked it up, so I've been playing that for a while now. That looks pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's, fun, it's funny that you said Turok. So um, my last year, was it last year? No, it was the year before that. We got my daughter a Switch for yeah. Christmas. And, um, you know, she plays it once in a while and, and it's cool. You know, she's all about, you know, Animal Crossing. Yeah. Shit like that. But um, I downloaded the uh, N64 game pack for oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Turok was on there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. It's like being back in middle school all over <laughs> again. Like, it, it was great. Yeah. I did that. I played through, um, you know, a couple uh, levels of that. And I did um, uh, Super Mario 64. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And that blew my daughter's mind because her version of Mario is like, you know, Mario Party and, and, and Mario Kart and like current Mario. Like, yeah. 
and like that's not even like you know what we really grew up with which is like nes and super nes but she was blown away by how crap it looked <laughs> you know she was like and we were like this, this but we're like terrible. this looks amazing still yeah it looks like you know? some bad set pieces yeah. that like a middle school theater company would put up you know but like i was like no honey you don't understand like it's so great it was all it's like you know revolutionary yeah. and this blew our minds when we were kids and she, again she gave me the like the, the stink eye like you're <laughs> out of your mind that's funny you know but it's fun for me to like yeah, yeah. Sit the there on the couch man. after she goes to bed, and I yeah. like sneak her switch. And, and, and the fact that it's portable, you know, that's that's yeah. such a killer thing. I don't need to be on the TV or anything yeah. like that, you know. So it's a legitimately good system, for sure. Part I, of me, the the switch is like if the the only like things that are worth getting are like Mario, but like I'm uh, not a hundred percent into Mario. Yeah, I don't know. It it just it it's so funny because I thought it was like kind of a joke system. Just because, like, I've never been a huge Nintendo guy. Yeah. You know, at, like, after Super Nintendo, I was like, eh, whatever. I mean, N64 was cool, but, like, it's it's a legitimate, like, system. It really is. Only thing it, I especially if for you it. actually, like, hook it up to your TV and yeah, play it yeah, on that. Yeah, exactly. It's mind-blowing, like, how yeah. good it looks. And know? they have legit controllers, too. You don't have to yeah. use the little ones. Like, at first, we were using those. Yeah. But I couldn't handle it because I felt like I was just going to break the thing or I couldn't press the buttons correctly. You know? So at least I got the controllers now. Steve just handed me another drink and it was the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth. What is this? I mean, the I don't think you already drink. Is, is no. that an actual cherry flavored Bud Light? No, no, thanks. I'm good. Oh, I lied. You had cranberry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hold on. Sorry. Is that go an ahead. actual beer? This is not. Yeah. So what? They, they make mixed drinks in cans now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. You can get like vodka sodas in a can. I don't know that. Yeah, it's dangerous. Huh. <laughs> like, like huh. <laughs> bitches be falling over each other at the huh. end of the night. With, with, after that, it's just shit. It, they make Jack good. Jack honey in a can. Uh, <laughs> I don't drink, so that's that's why I was confused. Yeah. So I, I wanted to bring up the the whole God of War thing. Like, I thought they were done with that whole series. No. Really? No, man, their last game was fucking ridiculous. It sold so much money. It's I swear ridiculous. to God, I heard no. they were done. No. No, he's he's in like the uh, the the Thor universe now. He's he's he, in Valhalla. Yeah, not oh, Valhalla. Um, Asgard. Yeah, yeah Asgard. Asgard. Why, yeah. What the fuck. <laughs> yeah, he like in the, in the last one when he was with his kid, they you know they're talking to Freya and all that shit. So it's really cool. But yeah, this new one, Jesus, it's Ragnarok, man. It's gonna be crazy. But I'm excited because it's actually a release date. The last one came out in like 2018, but they they just said as of right now it's September 30th, I think. So. You know, I'm gonna have to get the special edition. I'm one of those guys that needs that collector. I, uh, that my wife got me the Horizon. That's why I wrote it down. My wife got me the collector edition of Horizon for my birthday. Yeah. So my birthday's in November. So she bought it in October, but it didn't come out until last week. So I've like patiently waited. Like, I want my birthday present now. <laughs> you know. So it's just this giant fucking statue, and it's just you know, with, you know, steel book and art books and stuff like that. So that's that's my thing. I like collecting stuff like that, but. Oh, you mean like uh, me dropping four hundred dollars on the uh, proton pack that doesn't come out until probably yeah, mid next year? Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're a Ghostbusters fan, but I they they did a um, uh, what's it called? Uh, a crowdfunding thing through uh, Hasbro, and I mm-hmm. dr- I dropped four hundred dollars to get the uh, it's like a full size proton pack. It does like everything. That's gonna be killer. That's yeah. rad. That's it's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. 
Um, the last thing I have on here before the uh, movie rewatch, it, this it, I, it's so funny to me. Battlefield 2042 has 200,000 signatures to like give people money back. Yeah, there, there's a petition. There's a petition. It's such a shitty game. And it's so bad that there's a petition with 200,000 signatures saying we want a full refund. Wow. How dare you take the, sell this game to people? It's in that bad of a condition. Wow. I had no, this completely completely over my head. Yeah. It's It's really bad. It kind of reminds me of like uh, cyberpunk. Yeah. Remember how that was like a bit of a turd when that came out? Friday the 13th as well. Yeah. Yeah. But the the problem is like, uh, at least with cyberpunk, they continuously fixing it. You know, like they're adding updates. Battlefield still doesn't have a scoreboard in a first person shooter online only multiplayer game there's no fucking scoreboard that's bizarre because they don't want to offend people if they see their scores lower oh than the God. other team <laughs> that's a real fucking shooters? thing that's a real thing they don't want to offend people so there's consolation prizes in uh, first uh-huh. person shooting yeah, games apparently wow. apparently but yeah so uh, yeah there's a petition going around i just thought that was hilarious like how yeah. embarrassing is that that's crazy yeah, when people are like please give us our money back you know, it's fucked no. up. <laughs> All right, let's, it's EA. They get they get the fuck off. Oh yeah. So let let's move on to our movie rewatch for the week. Uh so last week I picked The Lost Boys, and uh, I fucking love that movie. Okay. Uh did you all get a chance to watch it? Yeah. I, I had it in the back. Oh my god, are we having to do this one chip challenge again? Huh? Me? Yeah. No, I watched. Oh, okay, it. okay. Well, you, you like hesitated, like. Fill fill Dan in on that, because that's... So, uh, in case you don't know, we every time we Mm -hmm. do a movie rewatch, one of us, mainly Frank, forgets to watch the movie. (laughs) Sorry. Or purposely. Either purposely or just because he didn't like it. There might be some selective (laughs) uh, forgetfulness. So, we've made made it very impossible to not watch the movie. If you don't, you have to do the uh, Packy One Chip Challenge. What is that? Oh, it is the world's <laughs> hottest um, tortilla. Oh, tortilla yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two episodes ago, we uh, the, our Super Bowl episode, we had uh, another guest um, uh, came on, and he took the bullet for Frank. Yeah, no, he it, was just curious. He's like, "I'll try it. I'll eat it." And he regretted it <laughs> severely. Yeah, I want to know how he felt the next day. Yeah, so he ate the whole bad. chip, and I mean, you know, and I'm kind of watching him suffer, and so to kind of join in a little bit i i licked the wrapper yeah because it was like a, the like chip a, comes like a, in like a dust thing you know, or i immediately violently started hiccuping yeah and that was flopped funny. sweat and yeah, like the, the hiccup it was funny dude like immediately i was like i will never and they were movie. eating bread drinking milk oh. like suffering well, it was I, so entertaining i didn't get a chance to watch lost boys but you know Thankfully, I don't have that chip here, so I don't have to do that. <laughs> oh, okay. You, I, as far as I know, you don't live that far from me, so I can. I can it's bring true. It to you. you can just throw one in my mailbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was about to say he's a mailman. Yeah. I, I mean, I depending yeah. on where you live, I I probably know who you're. We can fill out is. IOUs. <laughs> he's gonna creep on you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like 1987, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's 87. Uh, Kiefer v- Sutherland. Very 1987. By oh, the way. oh, absolutely. God. Wow. If you can define a movie by by the decade, Lost Boys is the 80s, 1000%. Like, 
Like it's ridiculous. Everything pa- about it. Power mullets everywhere. Oh, yeah. Even the fucking earrings. The fucking know? sax man. Yeah. Yep. What was that? <laughs> what was that? Dude, like I'm watching I'm watching the intro of this movie and I texted Steve while I'm watching it. Yeah. I was like, geez, they really like a helicopter shot in this movie. Because <laughs> huh? like every 30 seconds, there's some helicopter shot of them cruising over like Santa Cruz yeah. uh boardwalk, you yeah. know? And uh but yeah, that 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 was really weird. It was like some professional wrestler playing a tenor sax. Like, what is going on with this? <laughs> like, I I couldn't. It made no sense to me. You've seen the movie originally, right, Dan? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I've seen it. I've seen it a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, a that's a great great Corey Haim, yeah. uh, Corey Feldman, Feldman yeah. team up. I love yeah. that one. Did yeah. you ever get a chance to see the sequels? No, I did not. Don't. That's the right move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, they made you, sequels? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the fact that I didn't know that they existed meant that I, I, I'm i assuming they weren't Joel Schumacher. Like, oh, no, not at all. The on, yeah, o- only things yeah. that tied any of them together were was um, the Frog Brothers came back and Corey Haim was in there, but he died after huh. the second sequel or the first sequel. The right. f- first yeah. sequel was called The Tribe, and it wasn't 100% bad, but it was like 98% bad. Okay. But like the second sequel, I don't even remember what it's called. That's it's Lost Boys something. It was literally shot with like a high eight. Nice. I mean, That's I'm awesome. being a little facetious, but like I yeah. watched it and it was like, <laughs> oh, it's one of those things where like you it literally looks like somebody has a home camera and they're like, shoot it in 4K. Fantastic. We're good. Right. Yeah. Excellent. But yeah, it definitely. Yeah, had- that was like back <laughs> back in like the, the late 80s when it was uh straight to home video yeah. like oh, they yeah. didn't give a shit about the quality of it yeah yep. pretty sure this was straight to youtube <laughs> 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 oh but uh yeah i mean definitely all all the 80s cliches you had you had the power mullets there was spandex there was oversized clothing brightly colored clothing there was you know the california beach yeah, the hair type of thing you know, even you know the, like the females with the uh, hair, you know. uh the bad guys wear fingerless gloves and ride yeah. motorcycles you know like it's all in there you know but that said i actually kind of enjoyed this movie what i was not a no what yeah <laughs> all right seriously like i i was kind of watching it and I'm, i was really expecting a total turd Nah, but uh, no, it, it was it was good. way more enjoyable than I than I was expecting going into it. This is my first time seeing it. Had you oh, okay. never seen it before? Oh, okay. Oh, sure. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I had never seen it, which is kind of weird. You know, it's like that's that's the time frame I grew up in. But yeah, it went totally over my head. Um, but yeah, I got a big kick out of it. I thought yeah. it was great. It, we have this thing about um, we we kind of try and make Frank watch movies he never will. <laughs> so yeah like full disclosure i am not a horror guy i don't like horror okay um not that i i don't think i would classify well, this movie Samberg as horror there's like, like him who it's oh andy, andy samberg. samberg he doesn't yeah, like him. i can take or leave yeah. sorry yeah. <laughs> you're still butthurt about that aren't you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like no it, 87 <laughs> like it, yeah the 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 long earrings the yeah the the thing that annoys me is like yeah it's a vampire movie they like brought in things that was never established in vampire lore. Okay. Like, Oh, if you drink their blood, you're a half vampire. Oh, you can be outside. No, that doesn't work. How do you know? I mean, obviously I don't, but are you a vampire? (laughs) What the fuck? You telling us this stuff now? 
Yes. <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to answer that. But yeah, like it, it just it it annoys the piss out of me. Like some parts of it, I still love the movie, right? But it, it's just like, secondly, how the fuck do the Frog Brothers know so much about vampires when none of this is actually established? Well, because even the grandfather said there was a lot of vampires in that town. The one thing he hated about Santa Monica was all the damn vampires. That's how yeah. they basically close out the movie. Yeah, they, yeah, he had like the last. So laugh they, in the yeah, movie. It's, it's definitely oh, like it was right. a long thing that they had vampires in that. But so, like plus they had comic book store. They, yeah. That's what they ran, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah. Sixteen-year-olds owning a comic book store. That yeah, that it sounds was... legit in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Their parents had money. <laughs> All my, right. My biggest gripe with the fucking movie was the the train track scene when oh. Michael Michael's the 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 main guy, right? That. No, when he let finally lets go, and he starts falling, and the camera is falling, watching him fall, and obviously it's like this endless fall. But then he stops moving, and they keep filming, and then he starts screaming again, and keeps falling. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like it was just so like so shitty, like that they had to throw that two second clip in where I'm like, why, why would the '80s do this to me? You know, it reminded me of Legend again, where I was like, all over. You know, I <laughs> yeah, loved, I loved had, everything about Legend it. Legend had a Tangerine Dream soundtrack, so you know, yeah. it's all good, right? It's just the end. No, <laughs> no, none of it was good. <laughs> it's funny that you bring hey, up the train you. tracks because I actually wanted to talk about this. Um, so I went to Santa Cruz uh, a few years ago. I had to go to I had to go to Apple um, and go put some machines in yeah. at at. Uh, at Apple for a few weeks. And, um, so we, you know, on one of our days off, we went down to Santa Cruz for the day and I actually walked over that bridge, that railroad track bridge. Cause it's all, it's all, um, dismantled. This decommissioned. Yeah. It's decommissioned and like, but you know, the railroad ties are still there. So you can walk across the railroad yeah. ties to go across the bridge, but there's portions where there's like some of the ties have completely dropped out, you know, and, and you got to like jump, like the distance of a couple of ties to like no shot. to keep going, you know? So yeah, it was freaky. And like that bridge is a good 40, 50 feet up, you know? So like yeah. we were like, they're hanging from it, you know, freaking out while the train's going over it. And I was like, ah, I, I've been there. I've been there. I recognize this, you know, <laughs> I dropped down. Yeah. Like we, um, what did it take you 10 minutes? Like in a movie? no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, we were trying to get across to yeah. the other side because we were gonna we were gonna watch the sunset. Me and all the guys that we went out there for for work. What? Yeah. Well, they they just wanted to they just wanted to smoke. <laughs> that pot. sounds like a weird porn movie. Yeah, they just wanted to smoke pot and watch the Bring sunset. And I was circle. like, okay, I'll just sit here while you guys smoke pot because uh -huh. I don't do that. Have fun. <laughs> At least I got to see the sunset. That was pretty sweet. Um, yeah. I. I, I feel bad because Dan didn't get to watch this. So, I, I mean, I just, I, I have one other no, gripe. It's, it's cool. Uh, I have one other gripe with the whole movie. Okay. Was, uh, what's his name's character? Um, Ed. Ed. Uh, Ed. Which one's Ed? Uh, not Ed. Ed Herman is Max. The guy who owns the video store. Okay. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, the yeah. The head vampire. Uh, yes, the head yep. vampire. Richard yep. Gilmore from the Gilmore girls. Yes. Okay, it, the yeah. thing that like annoyed the piss out of me was like they you take it's Richie Rich's dad, right? Yes. yes. My yes. wife, oh my god, my yeah. wife actually sat there and watched the movie with me. Really? Even, uh, shouldn't she wow. forgot she watched it with me like 6 years ago. Okay. For the first time. Yep. 
but she she watched the movie with me and she's like how do i know him and i was like richie rich is dead <laughs> she's like oh that yeah. makes way more fucking sense anyways so what annoys me is like all right so the established lore of vampires is you cannot go out in the sun yep you have no reflection you're allergic to holy water and garlic will kill you he's a vampire through and through but has none of those like issues because he was invited in their house the rules don't apply yes they do apparently not okay take it up with the 80s no (laughs) (laughs) invent the time machine go back listen motherfucker yeah you know and and they don't even explain it away like that that's that's what annoys me is like he gets a fucking pass how well, they said because he was invited in. Still doesn't make sense. Does in their script. All right. No. <laughs> so I always I, remember, like when I when I saw that movie, I'm, I think I saw the movie when I was like pretty young. And there's a scene, um, I I can't picture exactly when it happens in the movie, but there was a scene where like they're sitting there, and I think they're like eating like Chinese food, spaghetti, and they keep changing the Chinese. Yeah, they keep changing it into like worms and oh no no, no. okay like yeah, all yeah. This it's chinese food. yeah 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 oh yeah that was pretty yeah that was pretty messed up si- side note that always that always fucked me up <laughs> um i worked at a at a restaurant uh i think i was like 17 or whatever and um i had to take the the trash out to the dumpster and it was i don't know like july or august or something like that right so i take the trash out to the dumpster and uh there was another trash can out by the dumpster so i figured okay i'll bring these both in and i took the lid off the other trash can that was sitting out there and i was like man this thing's just like full of friggin rice what a lazy ass they didn't dump the (laughs) rice out and i'm staring at the trash can and the rice is fucking wiggling yeah and i was just like (laughs) oh shit and i just put the lid back on and left that trash can there for some other poor bastard to have to empty out but so as soon as I saw the right, like the rice thing in the, it was like an instant. Oh, oh, my like damn, my stomach Yum. turned over. I was like, <laughs> uh-huh. so, um, at, at, at the end of every rewatch, we give it a rating. Yeah. yeah. A one to five decimal points count. Uh, Frank. Um, let's see. It wasn't great, but it could have been a lot worse. So I'm going to go like a 2.3. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Jimmy? Yeah, I'll give it a, th- a solid 3.2. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I Because I, I, I loved it growing up. You know what I mean? So just rewatching it, it's just, it's another one of those movies where it's like, it's, it, it to a certain degree, definitely holds up, but it's not like something where I would consistently watch it, you know? But if it comes on and I'm hanging out, it's not like something like, ah, oh, fuck this, I'm shutting it off. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't mind it at all. Nice. You know, it's definitely cheesy. And I think that's what makes me want to watch it again. Yeah. It's just the fact that it's so cheesy. You know, like there's some of the parts that just like, what the fuck were you thinking, guys? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like when the kids were crawling through to uh, when the Frog Brothers knew exactly where the vampires were. Right. You know, and they're crawling through like this little tiny crawl space. And it's just, I'm just like, what the fuck? You know, and then when they're hanging upside down and they, you know, it's just, I actually thought little that was parts kind of, like that. I thought that was I kind of that a was neat, neat twist on yeah. the vampire thing was when they're hanging upside yeah. down to sleep instead of like, you know, sleeping in coffins yeah, or coffins whatever, whatever, you know, yeah. That, Oh yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. They had talents. Yeah, that was creative. Yeah. That was a bit weird. Yeah. But, you know, how did the fuck did they get bird feet? Yeah. Where do you get your socks? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what kind of shoes do you, you uh, so I know you didn't rewatch it, but it, from your recollection, like what, what would you give it for a score? 
Yeah, I always remember enjoying that movie. So I'll go. I'll go two and a half. Right down. Right down the. Uh, right down the middle. All right. Nice. Yeah, right. Solid. Uh, this, what about yeah. you, Steve? This movie has always been like up there in my like high regard for hor- like horror movies or like cult classic movies. Like it, it I kind of have it sit there with uh, Evil Dead. It, okay. Evil Dead's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Like I, I, my my That's a love story, would, right? Yeah. Uh, I would give it like a 3.7. The tree loved that girl. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> wow. I, I love when they redid that in the remake. I was like, at least you brought that back. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Hilarious. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. Um, <laughs> Listen, guys, every episode has to have some form of porn in it. This time it was the no, tree. No, it doesn't. Full circle. It's too that's, late. that's not a rule. That's a rule, though. That, that's not yeah, a rule. You have to break it to you. <laughs> okay. Um, so. Uh, Next week, it is Jimmy's turn. It's Jimmy's turn to pick the yeah, movie. Yeah, to pick a movie. I I thought about it. I kind of like the idea of sticking with the '80s because it seems like there's a lot of things that we can pick apart. So I'm gonna go Monster Squad. Oh my gosh! Wow. Okay. It's. Yeah. Have you ever seen it? I don't know. I it's, bet that might be one of those was, things where I start watching up, it and I'm like, oh, I've seen. Wolfman's got nerves. Yeah, it was a toss up yeah, between maybe. that and uh, uh, Fright Night. Oh, the original that's Fright a good Night, one too. and then the other one that I was thinking about was uh, Once Bitten. Actually, let's do that because that's bitten. that's like one of the original Jim Carrey movies. Oh, okay. And it's a, it's, it's a horribly va- bad. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's like a vampire movie, but it's Jesus Christ. But okay. it's Jim Carrey. Okay. So uh, right, we could do that. Yeah. Um, Once Bit uh, that Once Bitten movie. I I have distinct memories of having like a sleepover at like a friend's house in like fifth grade, and we watched that movie. Yeah. There was another. There was another movie that came out around the same time with. Uh, I don't know if you guys watch House, but one of the doctors yes. on House was like the. He was like the teenager um, that also was a vampire. Um, and they're like, basically they look exactly the same and it's once bitten. And then I forget the name of the other movie, but they're, they're both very similar. Oh, I'm, I'm the master. I am DB here. I'll figure this one out in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so, um, at the end of, of every episode, we like to throw out some, what, what are you doing? Wrestling round. You're, you're, you're making a lot of like, yeah, it was weird. You're yeah. gesticulating. I, at I was me. making the, the. People. The jerk off noise. Okay. Yeah, well, it. okay. So I almost, I almost missed this. <laughs> so at the end of every episode, we, yeah. we, we do recommendations, but Jimmy does his yeah. wrestling roundup. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm an avid wrestling fan, and uh, so the this week is, uh, it was a promo with MJF versus CM Punk and on AEW. It was just cool because, like, so the the whole storyline is like M- MJF is like the shitbag bad guy, CM Punk is the returning hero, uh, and he's the older guy. MJF is younger dude, but his thing was when he was a kid, he went and seen this wrestling show. Like he was having a bad day. He was bullied, all this other stuff. It was really, really cool and well, well played. But uh, he was basically saying like his defining moment was getting to see CM Punk. He went there, he got a picture taken with him. He was like, it was the best day of my life. And CM Punk being the good guy though, he was like, oh, that was just another Friday. And it was just like, you were like, you piece of shit like from the, you know like thinking the the good guy is the bad dude you know like the the role reversal right there but uh the, the whole clip is like three and a half minutes long and it's it's really cool to see just a, the story brought out to bring the wrestling match together you know this is becoming like a really great feud uh the other thing that's funny about wrestling roundup uh vince mcmahon 
is having a rat match at WrestleMania. Really? <laughs> Vince McMahon. Yeah, the guy's like fucking 125 years old. Is it sponsored by Cialis? No, no. <laughs> I don't I don't understand the guy, but you know. So yeah, he's planning on having a wrestling match. Jeez. I think Christ. that's hilarious because wow. that guy's fucking old as shit. So, but yeah, the the promo is really cool. If anybody watches wrestling, it's it's definitely worth watching. Okay. Nice. So um, so before we end it completely, yeah. Uh we we give when we have a guest, we give the guest the chance to, you know. Then get stuff off their their uh, chest. You know, yeah. what's chapping your ass this week? And we call it what grinds my gears. And I have a little drop for it. Uh, if you have anything that's, you know, annoying you this week, Dan, uh, you can say so after uh, this drop. You ready? You know what really grinds my gears? You, America. Uh, Fuck you. If you got nothing, then it's fine. Fuck things that are chapping my ass this week. It can be Fucking trivial. My kid on February. My my kids on February vacation, but that's over now. So <laughs> <laughs> my 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 ass is less chapped now. But my, yeah. that's funny. My wife is a school teacher, and my kid stayed home with her all week. I I totally get your your whole like. Yeah. 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 My yeah. It's 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 it's, oh, it's a tie between that and just russia invading ukraine so it's so that's that's oh yeah but yeah Yeah. i think across the port the world's ass is getting pretty chapped by that right now for sure yeah Uh, and not like everybody's like fuck russia even some russians are like fuck russia (laughs) there are there are russian troops surrendering to ukraine troops just to be like fuck this i'm done uh like my favorite thing to come out of this entire thing is uh if you go to Pornhub in <laughs> Russia right now, yes. if you go to Pornhub to Russia right now, it's just the Ukrainian flag flying and they, they can't use it. That's no awesome. way. That's awesome. The, yeah. there's por- Pornhub took away Russian porn rights. That's hilarious. Now they just get a f- See, Frank, flying flag. Full That's circle. Full <laughs> circle. <laughs> uh, That's nice. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't actually sure that uh, we were going to have him do the grind. Like, so I actually wrote something real quick. Oh, you want? Oh, I, wow, okay. Yeah, because I, 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 on, yeah, I actually wasn't sure that he wow. was having one. But uh, no, fucking. So I'm trying to find a new band. All right, my okay. my old band. They we. I'm, I'm a metal vocalist. My old band practices on Thursdays. I can't do it. I yeah. work nights. So I've been actively searching and stuff like that. And like, there's not a lot of places that you can find other band members. You know, it's it's. You know, you'll find certain sites, but it's like basically like they're looking for cover bands or yeah. or bands that are in their sixties or seventies. You know, F- finding a band member it's nowadays insane is such a pain in the ass. Insane. But my biggest gripe is like, so I've been using Craigslist, and you know, I'm finding these metal bands that and still stuff exists? like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, I I've been finding these metal bands that are looking for vocalists and stuff. So I'll reach out and I'll listen to their music, and I'm like, oh hey, his samples of the I really feel like this will fit in. But my uh, my gripe is them just not responding. Mm. Like, can you just let you know, like, just give me the heads up, like, oh, sorry, man, it's not working out, or or something. But just like that fucking feeling, like, of being ghosted. Like, you're in your mid thirties, you know how to write back. Yeah, like you know how to use messenger or email. Like, this so that's personal. that's yeah, that's my gripe. Yeah. It's just people doing shit like that. Like, scroll the fuck up. Yeah, so crazy. Yeah. Uh, so that in Ukraine. Yeah. End of every episode. <laughs> we have recommendations. Um, I know you you probably 
I, I don't have anything this week because I haven't thought about it. But oh, all right. Frank, do you have any recommendations? Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, as, as most of our listeners know, like I'm a big avid one wheeler and uh, I'm getting my, um, my one wheel XR modified right now to increase the range to 32 miles on a charge. So what's it at right now? So, so the XR, which just got discontinued because there's a new big bad one coming out, but um, a single charge will get you anywhere from like 17 to 19 miles. Oh, so this is a big difference. Yeah, it literally oh, doubles. It yeah, doubles the cool. range. Which you know, I don't know if I'm gonna like seriously go riding for like 32 miles. I mean, that's like from where I live in Lemonster yeah. down to work. You but, know? but like for group rides and stuff yeah. like that, and trails, and especially because I'm like. I would be considered in the Clydesdale weight division. Um, it gives a little bit more performance. So like, that's kind of what, that's kind of why I do it. But anyway, so my recommendation, the guy that's doing it, um, Josh Haley, he's a, he's certified like uh, personal electric vehicle specialist. And that's cool. He's doing the mods for me and he's up in Manchester, New Hampshire. And he's, he's awesome. His uh, business is called fiction factory. And uh, yeah. So if, We'll have to post else. a link on the socials about it. Yeah, for sure. For you sure. Know? Yeah, he's great. Cool. So, pretty pumped. Jimmy, uh, what about you? I got a couple, like usual. Uh, I haven't listened to it yet, but Meshuggah just put out a new song, and I'm pretty intrigued by it. It's called The Abysmal Eye. It, it literally just popped up on my YouTube. It's three days ago that the, they posted the video, so uh, obviously if you like that music, you're going to listen to it. So Meshuggah. Uh, Vikings TV show. I talked about it earlier, but man, it's fucking insane. The the other one is uh, the Samsung Frame TV. Have you guys seen this thing yet? No. Is this this thing that looks like it looks like a painting? It looks like a painting. Oh yes, I did. Oh see my this. god! So this thing is fucking beautiful, and it's like I don't know, like a thousand bucks for a fifty-five or a sixty-five. So it's not overly expensive. It's not right. like it, I I figured when I first seen this, it was gonna be like three, four grand, but it's really not. But like like you said, it looks like a painting. You know, you can get different uh, magnetic frames to go on the side depending on the color, but what's cool is it's just one cord, so it's flush against the wall or on a TV stand or anything the way you want it, but it's just one thin, thin cord that goes down into another box, and that's where you plug everything in. Oh. So there's no there's no HDMI cables on the back, so there's nothing on right. the wall at all. That's you know, pretty so I think cool. that's what's badass about it, is just it's off to the side. There was, so like when those came out, those came out a couple years ago, I think, like originally, or like when they were starting to advertise them. Yeah. I think one of the modes you can do is called like a, it's like a vanishing mode and it'll, it has cameras on the back of the TV and it'll scan your wall and texture and display that on its screen. Oh, shit. So like if you don't put a frame around it or anything yeah. like that, like it just looks invisible. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I those TVs cool. are pretty yeah. sick. Those and like, are, like you said, like, uh, that's cool. Yeah. when you're not watching TV, it can automatically, it'll just automatically switch over to pictures that you, you know, you've put a flash drive in or some shit like that. So, yeah. Like, say, if you know somebody that has a photography business and they want to promote themselves on the back, they could do stuff like that, you know, just to throw ideas out for people yeah. that like to go splurt. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it's a lot of cool possibilities. I just like the idea of not seeing chords. That's, that's been my newest pet peeve this last year is just trying to get that better. Yeah. You know, I'm tired of seeing that bulk at the bottom. I'm tired of seeing that, you know, all the chords underneath. Right. You know, so it's just cable management is a uh, bitch. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. But yeah, so Samsung has been doing that. Samsung has been doing that for uh like that on a couple other TVs too. Cause I have uh 
like a Q, whatever the fuck it is, TV, and they do the same thing. Like it comes with this separate box yeah, that goes cool. underneath that's and then cool. just one cable that goes up and everything just plugs into it. No, that's that's awesome. so smart. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. a that's the one thing I want to learn more about, you know, because that just gets to know it. So nice. the only thing I don't know about the frame is like the aspects of it. Is it 4K capable, all that stuff? Because obviously I didn't look at it. I just seen the, I was like, whoa, like that's fucking neat. Yeah, I you think know, it's so. I think it's like a 4K yeah. um, HDR type of TV. Yeah. So. yeah. But mm-hmm. oh, those are my suggestions. Yeah. So I want to leave the last recommendation up to the man of the hour. Yeah. Uh, Dan, do you have anything to recommend? Anything you think some people some ch- some people should check out? Yep. Recommendations. Uh, if you're in Worcester and you're looking for coffee, you can go to uh, our bass player's coffee shop called New Tradition. Okay. It's uh, on Harris Circuit, I think is what it's called, like kind of near Main Street. Um, and if you're in there, our old tour manager has a barber shop in there. You can get your hair cut. Um, that that's barber shop is barber. awesome. Oh, well, it's fucking great. Well, I don't have hair, but wait, what was awesome. the, what was the name of the shop again? Heartland Barber. Okay. Heartland. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you, if you need coffee and a, and a cut, that's a good spot to go. I, uh, do they have a uh, uh, social media that we can throw on the page or whatnot or? By chance, uh, yeah, just help yeah, promote, just I know? think it's just at at Heartland okay, Barber cool. on Instagram and at New Tradition I think on Instagram as well as like the two Sweet. spots. We nice. will absolutely put yeah. that up there. Um, cool. This is the end of the episode. Yeah. I'm Steve. I'm Frank. I'm Jimmy Bagger Frog Brothers for life. Nice, and obviously, and I'm Dan. <laughs> Yes. Awesome. <laughs> uh, nice. Dan, honestly, th- thank you so much for, uh, for, for taking the time to give our, our fledgling little podcast, uh, you know, uh, your time. It's, it's, it's been, it's been great. They've been fangirling so ridiculously. Sure. Thanks. Yeah. Thank All you guys week. so much yeah. for having me, man. I, yeah. I sincerely appreciate everything. Thank you so much. And thank you for being patient for, with all the stuff we, you know, went through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No worries, man. No worries. Not a problem. Uh, and stay happy, stay healthy, stay nerdy. Mm